Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hello, this is Stuart Roberts, founder of Haircuts for Homeless, and welcome to the Hear Me, See Me podcast. I'm going to be talking to people who are truly inspirational to me, some you may have heard of, and some you haven't, but you really need to hear their story. Hello, this is Stuart from Hear Me, See Me podcast. Um, I've got a great, I've got a great guest with me today. Uh, I'm really excited about this because um, this goes to the, the, the root cause of our what this podcast is about. It's all started with haircuts for homeless, um, and uh, today's guest uh, is Steve Evans. Hello, mate. Hello, how are we doing, Stuart? You okay? Really nice good. To, nice to meet you guys, whoever's on. Um, yeah. It's, it's a privilege. There's only three or four people listen to it, so that's... <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> that's uh, what we'll do, because, uh, you know, I just I, I put a, a little bit on there about the fact that, um, you know, Steve is... Uh, we met Steve as a companion uh, at an Emmaus, which is one of the homeless places we service at. Um, he's now become um, one of our volunteers. And, and wonderfully, which I'm so proud of, and so proud of our Queen of the North, Jackie, is that he's going to become one of our team leaders. So let's take it right back, Steve. Like, where, where was you? Where, where was you brought up? What was your sort so, of track like? So obviously, I'm, I'm 34 now. 34 years yeah. old. Um, so it all goes back to Wivenshaw. Wivenshaw Sale. That's where I was. I was mainly brought up, born and bred. Um, obviously, in my time of, of being. Being a young kid at that age, growing up to like 15, 16, 17, it was really, really rife. It was really bad, you know, people getting stabbed on on each corners and just just violence all the time. And um, so I, I, I wasn't really well known as a kid when I was in, in Wivenshaw, like obviously because I don't know, maybe I kept myself to myself a lot. Um, quite quiet. I was packing a bit of bit of weight on then, so it was a bit of a bit of a chubster. So people probably I, I got bullied a lot when I was in school. Um, didn't take it very very well. Um, but yeah, then as I was getting as I was getting older through school, it's a bit of a bit of a traumatic time in school because mentally I, I, I got bullied. Um, I got scared to do things, you know, scared to turn up at school and all that sort of stuff. But cut a long story short with that, I. When when I obviously I was leaving school, I managed to to stick up for myself towards the end of it, and and you know um, brush those people off that were giving me a bit of an hard time. So it started for me when for college round college days. Um, you know what what would have been what I've been then like eighteen, nineteen, maybe something like that. It's seventeen, eighteen. Um, always wanted to prove myself. Always wanted to be that sort of Jack the Lad trying to be somebody I wasn't really and getting in with the wrong people and time was just going on into my 20s doing the same thing um obviously not proud of some of the stuff that I've done um I'm not going to lie I'm not going to keep anything from anyone but I used to used to sell a lot of drugs years ago not proud of it at all um I was everything was all good when I was making the money used to owe people money used to try and get myself out of situations embarrassed myself it didn't go down the right road it didn't go down the way it should have gone for me I, it was the complete opposite so um yeah it's sorry if i'm talking at 100 miles uh, an hour like a little bit fine. nervous but, no, but it's fine. Okay. fine um 
so yeah, so it, it started after leaving leaving college. Um, couldn't hold a job down at all. So like I, I went to college for, for trying to do all these different things that I wanted to do as young. I want to do this. I want to do that. So I'm a fully qualified joiner and bricklayer. Never, 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 when I left college, never done anything with that. Tried getting into a job. Couldn't hold it down for more than what? The first couple of jobs that I got for a month, maybe. Couldn't, couldn't hold a job down. Um, always just wanted to, be, to 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 prove myself to other people. Getting in with the wrong people was was just not the right the right thing for me. Um, my mum always used to say to me, "You're you're an unbelievable kid. Do you know what I mean? You're brilliant. You're, why do you have to prove yourself to other people? Why do you have to? Why are you doing this? You know." And never never used to listen to her. All the choices I used to make were just ridiculous. Looking back at them now, just ridiculous. But but um, yeah. So I. I, I the mother of my daughter, um, obviously she's she's nine now, my daughter, so I've not seen her for 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 a long time. I'd probably say about seven seven years. Um my my first ever real relationship, I, I, where it all started from after leaving college was twenty twenty-two I was when I when I met Rebecca. She was uh, she's the mother of my daughter. She's a fantastic mum, but um she just stopped me from seeing her. Um basically the, the relationship was just toxic, just constant arguing all the time. This was before my daughter was even born. Um, then she she cheated on me with one of my best mates who, who I grew up with through college, through school, and and that was was hard to deal with. Um, the homelessness started from from that period when I decided to leave after being with her for two and a half years. I got to spend time with my daughter until um, she was like one and a half, two. And because we were arguing over the same situations, what just wasn't fair for, for my daughter. So I had to, I removed myself from that situation and got myself a little shared accommodation. And ever since then, it's just been an up and down roller coaster from left to right. You know, it's um, couldn't hold a job down, couldn't hold a house down, struggled to pay my rent, struggled just all the all the, the common things that most people struggle with, and if they, if they make wrong choices and. Uh, yeah, so then I decided that was in Lee. That that was in Wigan. That's where my daughter's from. So that's where I lived. We had our own um, household, me and Rebecca, um, as a, as a little family. And then obviously that that, that all mm. all got torn apart through just that one thing. But so my family were telling me to come back to Manchester, get yourself sorted. We'll we'll, we'll help you get over this. We'll help you, you know, stuff like that. So that got that took it to. I was, well, 20, 24, 25. So I was living with my sister, but because of this split up, this is where it all started to stem from. I, I had so much depression and anxiety that was running through my body. I, I, I used to be one of them people as well that used to think that it could never happen to me, if you know what I mean. Like, um, I'd never get depressed. What What's people who are depressed? I never could understand what it was until my body could feel it really really horrible um i was living in my sister's house in the spare room just wouldn't leave the, the house always felt people were looking at me i wasn't accepted just felt disgusted in myself for some apparent reason so i, I was just living in a room for for a year a full-on year and my sister was was she was she's she's brilliant my sister she's fantastic she's she's been like the heart of my life to turn things around. Obviously, my mum and my dad, they was patient with me with most things. I always used to mess up 
always just say everything will be okay. Everything's going to be all right. I'm going to change my ways. And I just never did. I just always used to go back to selling drugs. I always used to never, never used to take them at that point. No, never was taking drugs. I always used to just sell it. And, and it was just money here and always with the people that thought they were, I thought they were my mates, but they're not, they're not my mates. They yeah. were just, just there to just yeah. spiel off what I was earning and, yeah, it was just, it was a crazy, crazy time, that part. But obviously I'm going back and forth because I don't know where to start. So yeah. I'm just going to just go with it. And uh, can, I, can I pause you then? If you don't want yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll leave it at where you are now. So your sister's helps you out a lot. Sis, yeah, so, yeah, she has. But there's a couple of things that pinged at me and, and I can only go by my experience and there's things that you relate to yourself, you know. Um, of course. And so it, go right back to when I used to school. Because uh, I think people underestimate that. They see it as something trivial. But that bullying, mm. the bullying when you get the point where you uh, you, don't, you, don't, you don't want to be there, you, you you feel like on edge the whole time. I mean, I'll share with you mine. mine and a lot of people don't. I've not really spoke about this before, but um, there was this kid at, at my school. See, my, my, mm. my sister was three years older. Right, and she went out with the best fighter in the school. You know the tough guy, the toughest. Yeah, the like, cock of the cock of the, the school. Man. Sort of yeah, thing. the yeah, man. Yeah. Right, and uh, he he. So, so, you know, I'm I'm really cocky, so I think I'm I'm Teflon coated. You know, and then all of a sudden, right, I reached to the sort of end of the second year to the third year, whatever that is in English nowadays. And they left. So I was like, I would know that. I'll take yeah. their spot. I'll take their spot. <laughs> yeah. And all of a sudden, there's no one going to, you know, and uh, this one kid hated me, you know, and uh, I probably brought it on. But I was so scared because he, what he'd done, he'd come up and clumped me. And I, 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 I'd had a few fights, but I, I, I was, I was, some people you find intimidating, didn't you, in life? 100%. And this definitely. kid, I, he was a year older than me, I think, and he just took a dislike to me. And I, fuck it. But I couldn't stand, you know, like, I'd literally, I'd have my head out, my, my eyes over my shoulder the whole time. And sometimes mm. I'd hang out in a, in a classroom on my own. Yeah. Because I didn't want to be, like, get come across him. It, it, um, it gets to that point though, where, where yeah. if, if you're in the same classroom as him and you've got, you know, it, it was just, it went so deep with me, just mentally, just completely just destroyed my mind. Like, I don't want to, and some people who had, I, I didn't want to tell, didn't want to tell me mum, didn't want to tell me dad was getting bullied in school. I didn't, I didn't yeah. want to, you know, and not, I'm not too sure, maybe embarrassed or I just didn't want anything else to come of it. You know, yeah. we're going to bring my mum into school and then they're going to think yeah. that I've been selling, you know, and it's, it's yeah. just, it was crazy. But what I was scared of, Stuart, at that time was, um, it wasn't just two, these two people used to be like the head of the group. So these two right. people had, had be, had be the, the centre of attention in the situation. So then, yeah. but there'd be another three or four of them with yeah. them. So there'd be about six of them. So like, I always used to be like, you know, when, when they did, a few few times he laid their hands on me, and when they did do that, I was scared to retaliate because I all yeah. I had the picture of was me hitting one of them, and the rest of them are just going to jump on top of me. So yeah. Yeah. that's what I was terrified about. So I always used to just take whatever punishment, and I didn't help it help myself really with that. Yeah, and that's why that why it got stronger and stronger. But towards 
towards the end of end of the year. Like my dad, my dad was very strict with me. My dad really strict when 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 uh, when I, when I was growing up. Obviously, when I was young, but when as I was growing up through school, and then I, 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 I told I never told my mum, but he eventually told my mum. Um, he was telling me, "Listen, you've got to stick up for yourself. You've got to stand up for yourself." And it's like, no, it's just can't, it's can't. It's not in me. I just can't do it. Yeah. Yeah. It's either I've got a long fuse or I'm just a bit yeah. of like a shit bag, if you know what I mean. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but um, no, it's, anyway, towards the end, the end of the year, as we were, we done all our exams and we done everything like that. But my dad, my dad said, you need the person that's giving you that pressure in front of all of his mates. If you do something and stick up for yourself, I, I don't think the other people will touch you because they'd be shocked. But I, I never used to believe him. Yeah. At the end, end, end of that year, I ended up sticking it on him, and and and, and my dad was right. They just yeah. Just dad, fizzed off yeah. like it's, never had a problem after that. Out of school, yeah. never had a problem. Um, but if I wouldn't have done that year nine, year ten, things yeah. wouldn't have been uh, wouldn't have been as bad. But um, yeah, it's good to take advice off your family. Um, yeah. it always is, and and you don't think to do that when you're young because yeah. your mind's not with it. But as you get older, and 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 now looking back at it. And looking back at all the times my mum and me, my dad and my family used to say, "This is it now. You need to you need to book yeah. your ideas up, or she just you're not going to have anything in life." You know. Yeah. And the thing, yeah. the other thing that struck me was as well is you said about you know like dealing drugs and that you know I often find that when I meet people and uh, I meet some very talented people who are at the uh, sort of the bottom of the pile. You know, like they're in they're in homeless centres. They're in you know. And they're very talented people, you know. And yeah. like you say, there's and there's other people, and like you said, you know, qualified joiner, and you've got skills and that. But what people underestimate, I think, sometimes, if you've had a touch, a, a piece of that easy money, like the drug, addictive, yeah, it's like, how can you ask the kid to go and work for eighty quid a day when he can yeah. earn that in five minutes? It's the heart. That's the thing. I mean, you can't take it away. If a kid don't have that around his life, you know, it's it's fair enough. They can make that yeah. choice. But once you've tasted that, it's a real difficult thing, isn't it? And if you're in that it's area awesome. where it's prevalent, yeah, it's, it's an hard choice to make, isn't it? To go the right path. Yeah. So, like, obviously, if you don't mind me going back to my sister's, the situation at my yeah. sister's house. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So I had at this point when I've. Obviously, when my daughter was born, I was kind of still doing it, but I wasn't. But once I had to, st- I had to stop. I had to stop this drug yeah. situation because it, it was It's not me. It just wasn't me. Uh-huh. I was just putting this cover on. Uh, you know, money was great. Everything was good. But now looking back at it, it, it was definitely not me because obviously I'll get to I'll get to that in in a bit. But all the things I've accomplished now, which I'll get to, is is just is mind blowing for me because. Mm. When I was in that situation, I never would have thought I'd be, all the things that I couldn't do myself, I've managed to do now. I've left it a yeah. little bit late, but I, you know, it's I am actually proud of myself. That's one thing I've never been confident about myself, but that's one thing I can actually say that there's not many people who who get through them things. Yeah. You know, it's, 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 it's sad in some situations, but yeah, so. I had these two phones at my sister's and the phones were both, both of them were lines for that. And my sister said, if you want to live here and you want to get yourself sorted and we'll help you, 
you need to get rid of everything. You need to get rid of absolutely everything. I was having people knocking on my sister's yeah. door three, yeah. four o'clock in the morning. You know, it's just, it's not yeah. great. So I, I made that promise to her that I was going to turn my life around and, and this time it's, it's got to be it, you know? So yeah. I did, I did that and kept to my promise and my sister helped me throughout absolutely everything. She just, just, yeah. she's an absolute angel and, um, I wish she was actually listening to this podcast now, to be fair, because I, I thank her so much. Um, we're not, we're, we're a bit distant now, me and my sister. Yeah. We still speak, but we're, we're just a little bit distant. We've had a few, few little ups and downs, but yeah, um, yeah she's she's been she's been the heart of my life and my family. Have I know I'd be dead in a ditch a long time ago if if it wasn't for the people, my friends, because I was around good people. That's what's guided me to where I am today and to make me the person I am today, you know. So yeah. Um, but yeah, so was living there for a year. Um, and then I'm 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 thinking to myself, because it's going round, I'm after after being at my sister's, I was I was arguing with my sister because I was under her feet, as people do when they live with the family, they get under under people's feet, and you can't help that. Um and I was I was quite annoying because anxiety, I never wanted to do anything. My sister was doing everything for me. The only thing I'd do was go to the toilet, have something to eat, have a shower, go back in the room. That's that's all I'd, I'd do for a full year. Yeah. Um, my head was just all over the place. Um, but anyway, she she started, you know, she was she was modicoddling me like, oh, everything's going to be all right, Stephen. Everything's yeah. going to be fine. Don't worry. And this went on for a good six, seven months whilst I was yeah. there. And, but then she changed the tone with me by by saying. She thought, I've, I've, I've been, I've modicoddled you for six months. Yeah. You're my brother and I know you better than anybody else. Yeah. You need to pull your finger out your fucking ass. Yeah. You need to pull your finger out your ass and you need, you need to, this is it now. This is it. Yeah. You need to get, get yourself out of bed. None of this. Stop yeah. smoking weed. Stop doing, you know, all that sort of stuff. You need to get yourself up and find your job. And th- that's when, that's when it started to move on. But I, this is the thing when I when I got a job and I worked for my sister's friend. He owned a life insurance company. Um, it was called Be Insured, and I thought I can't sell life insurance. What's it? But it's a job, Stephen. Try it. You know, try it. And yeah. you, I've got you the job. Try it. Just see. You might be good yeah. at it. You might. If not, if it's not for you, go somewhere else. So anyway, I, I ended up going to this life insurance company and I, I was I was I got the knack of it. I was like yeah. everybody. Uh, I started, they told me how to do it. It was training and stuff like that. And I managed to just take to this job. Um, people were saying, oh, it's, it's quite hard to sell policies. And I'm, I was selling, but I felt like, I felt like um, Leonardo DiCaprio off, off yeah. Wall Street. I was thinking that. <laughs> I was thinking, yeah. yeah, I was thinking yeah. to myself, <laughs> I've, I've, I've just sold a policy to someone. Never thought I could ever do that. And for the, those, for the first two months of me having that job, I was the top hitter. I, I was making five hundred pound on top of my income, really uh, commission for two months, and yeah. then obviously it started going downhill again. Then, yeah. so it was, it's, it's it's because I had that lifestyle of being in that sort of lifestyle when I was young. You come across people, you can't help that. You come across people, and you yeah. start getting in the mix again with people, and yeah. it's, that's all it's ever been with my life. Is just since I left my sisters, uh, got a job, couldn't hold it down. Tried getting into a shared accommodation, couldn't hold that down. Then I'd end up homeless again. There's yeah. sofa surfing on my friend's house and stuff like this. Yeah. So then it got to that point where I mean, there's got to be something like, I, 
I don't know. I was saying to myself, I, I need a bit of guidance, I think. That's what I thought to myself. I think yeah. I need I need help. I need to be supported because I'm not going to be able to do it myself. Yeah. Because um, I'm just going round in circles. So I started scrolling on the internet, started doing all different things. And um, I ended up going to this place called Battelle. I don't know if you've ever heard of that before. No. Um, it's Well, it's a Christian organisation. And obviously, I'm, I'm not a Christian. Don't I, don't, unfortunately don't believe in God or anything like that but yeah. it was a it was a this was like a place where you could go you could um you could just try to get to know yourself a little bit more you'd have so it was like a it's like a hostel but not it was like a it was like this place like a family but it was a bit too yeah. strong they wanted they were forcing a bit of God onto you and yeah. that that's a place that if you was really bad on drugs yeah. Um and you needed that sort of um help, then then you'd go to that place. It was more of a rehab. Um but when you, you go out and you work and you work for them, you do a bit of fencing, you do a bit of gardening, stuff like that. And this is where it all changed for me. So I was in a garden, I was obviously doing the hedges and stuff like that. There's three of us on the team, and uh, it was like come to half twelve, and we sat in the owner's gardens on the chair. We had our we had our lunch. And I was with um, two people, forgot the, one of one of the names, but this guy called Peter, and he was from Switzerland. He was living at this place called Battelle. He was he, he he was like a team leader though at that point. He transformed his life around. He was really bad on drugs, and he was telling me a bit about his story. Um, and and then and then obviously he turned around and said, "So where where else have you been then, Stephen? Have you been to any other places like this?" said no this is the first time i've heard about Battelle. Yeah. like it seems all right like it was, this is like a couple of days in so i, I didn't yeah. really settle in um and he was he saying yeah, there's, there's a lot of other organizations you know not just this one so it was like all right okay so so what else is there and stuff like he said have you ever heard of a place called emmaus so i was like no never, never heard of it it's like well this place keeps you on your toes they try not to let you go down the right wrong road it, it was more more strict Patel to, to Emmaus because yeah. Emmaus was that sort of moving on sort of place where they'd let you still live your life. They'd let you go out, let you do yeah. whatever, you know, they'd, they'd trust you in that sort of sense. But Patel didn't really do that. They were always had eyes on you. They always, yeah. you know, so that's what I thought was a little bit uncomfortable whilst I was there. But when I was in that garden, he was telling me all about Emmaus and I thought to myself, that that's more like me. That that's that's why yeah. I, I I think I'd fit in there more because it gives you yeah. more of a chance to move on and, and change your life. Um, so he told me that, and I went to sleep that night. And the next morning, I, I, I packed my stuff and I just said, <laughs> I just thought I'm gonna ch- I'm gonna chance this, and I just I just packed my stuff and um, I, I thank the people for giving me a bed and giving me oh. a place to stay. Um, it, it, it's it is a brilliant place what they're doing is fantastic, but it's just not, doesn't suit me, if, if, you know, because I wasn't, wasn't bad on drugs. I was just more, more or less trying to find a, a base for myself to yeah. maybe think and and see what the next step was. Um, but I just, I woke up and I said to the t- one of the team leaders, he was called John, and I said, listen, look, I'm, I appreciate everything you've done for me over these past two days that I was there. Yeah. Um, but you know you're doing you're doing fantastic things here, but it's just not for me. And he's, he's like, well, well, where are you gonna go? And I was, oh, well, I've heard about this place called the Mayor. Somebody told, oh, you don't want to go there, Stephen. You really don't want to. They were trying to keep me there because they <laughs> thought it was wrong. Because 
if if I wanted to whilst I was here, I could take drugs if I wanted to. But right. it's the trust that the staff here give you. Yeah. That they trust you to listen, we're not gonna we're not gonna keep yeah. tabs on you all the time. We want you to live your life, we want you to do things. So it's that trust there as well, which is which is brilliant. Um so yeah, so I ended up I ended up just leaving. Um they gave me two pound to go and get the bus or the train or yeah. if you can get two pound with that. But I managed to get somebody to pick me up. Um it was in Derby, Patel. That's where Patel was. Um right. and based. Um it was in the middle of nowhere. It was on like this farm. It was yeah. just you were just literally in the middle of nowhere. But so I ended up getting picked up and I phoned my sister and and said to her, and she must have thought she well, she definitely did think on the phone. Here we go again. Yeah, here we got go. Nowhere yeah. to live, you know. He's <laughs> serious. So what? What I'm going to? What you? She was like, "What are you telling me then, Stephen? Why are you phoning me? You telling me that you need my couch again? Is that what? Is that what you need?" Yeah. I was like, "No. In fact, to be fair, potentially, kind of, I do for a couple of days. But I've got, I've heard about this place that seems really, really good uh, for me to go. And if you'd let me come back to your house for a couple of days, a week at the most, I'll fill the application form out as soon as I get there." And I'll wait for the phone call. Um, so I came to my sisters, I filled it all out online. And it gives you like the, the Emmaus give when you fill out the you have to you have to self-refer yourself. You can't, nobody else can you you have to do it yourself. Yeah. So yeah. filled out the application for blah 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 and all that. And um, then at the end of it, it gives you options to pick. I think it's up to 12 or 13 Emmauses across the country. Um I actually wanted to stay in Manchester. I did. I did. It, that was the first place I, I, I clicked on. So I clicked Manchester and then I clicked Sheffield. Um, just saying to myself, a little bit of a fresh start, not too far away from my family. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I clicked quite a few. Um, within the space of an hour of me submitting the application form, um, I got um, a text message on my phone off Leslie, the uh, CEO here. And um, she said, if you're free tomorrow, Stephen, if it's okay, I don't know what time it was, about half two or something, we'll give you a call so we can do a bit of a um, session over the phone with you, get to know you. So I, I spoke to him, all that sort of stuff. And I, I, was, I was smoking a little bit of weed at my sister's. So that was in my system. And when on arrival here, you know, they, 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 they don't like you having drugs in your system. If they, if On arrival, if you have drugs in your system, they tell you to leave go out your system then you can come back um but i didn't know that because they didn't tell me that over the phone so i didn't know that um i've come and they've they've told i've I've spoke to them we obviously got to know each other on the phone a little bit for like 20 minutes and she said we'll be happy for you to come down we'd like like for you to come down we'd like to offer you a place and the weight off my shoulders was just unbelievable um it's good feeling um so I ended up getting the train down. And when I came, they said, so what we've got to do is you just got to fill a few applic- a few forms out and then we're going to, we're going to drug test you. And then that was it. My stomach just turned. It was like, oh God, I've had a joint. And she's like, is there anything we need to know about? You know, is there anything we need to know about? Just if, it's, if you say it before we, you know, we ask you and if you lie, it's just not going to help you. So I just bit the bullet and I just said, listen, look, you don't, you don't know me. Uh, from Adam, I'm just stood in front of you. You don't know if I'm lying to you, but I, I have messed up. I've, I've had a couple of joints at my sister's house, and that's what you should be expecting on the test. Um, I don't want. I'm not come here to lie to you. I've come here to just tell you that this this is it for me. This is the end of the road. If this doesn't, if if this doesn't help me, and I can't get a place here, 
Um, yeah. I'll just probably go. I'd probably go back to my old ways. I I don't know what would have happened, no. but for two people, Graham and Leslie, and and now to say it, they're just remarkable people, unbelievable. Not just because of what they've done for me. It's just the personality and the persona about them. They used to be. Um, they used to be ex probation officers, so they've seen everything. You lie yeah. to them, they'll smoke you out. They've, they've yeah. seen everything. Um, so, so I just told her, and I was honest with her. And then she said, "Right, well, let's do the test anyway." So she was probably thinking that they were going to find something else in the system as well. They took the test, and it was just cannabis. So they said, "Can you just leave the room a minute whilst we just have a bit of a conversation between ourselves, and we'll see what happens?" Um, and they gave me that chance. So they came back in and they asked me, when was the last time you obviously, you, you, you took cannabis? So it was the night before. Um, and so the night before I was coming here, I had a joint at my sister's. So um, they said, right. So then it worked out. They gave me 30 days for it to go out. They said, they let me live here. They give me my place. They give me, really? you know, they give me that trust. Yeah. And, it, uh, uh, you know, the fact that they said, well, listen, this is what we're going to do. We're gonna we're gonna see if you're capable of of, of being trusted, and and you know we're, we're trusting you, so we don't want you to really shit on us, if you know what I mean. We're giving you this yeah. chance, so um, yeah. So I went back to my room, all that sort of stuff. Um, then they came up and they said, "We're going to give you thirty days for it to go out your system because it takes twenty eight days to go out your system. Um, yeah. So if we give you like thirty um a full month should should be out of your system and uh, yeah so I, I was here and 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 obviously knuckling down getting to know the place and now it's just it's just unbelievable from where from where i came from that first day i'll never ever forget it from that first yeah. day and my life was just upside down it was just yeah. there was nothing going for me and these have given me the opportunity to to turn it round to do courses to do things that I want to do in life and to move on. Obviously, if I got my own place in the future, they pay your first month's rent, deposit, they just they just look after you. But I, I don't see them as members of staff. After 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 me being here, so I've been here for over the space of two and a half years, near enough. Um yeah. I, I left for a couple of days, but then that was a bit of a bit of a hiccup. Um so it was a bit of a barrier in front of me that I, I just thought because it was continuously doing the same thing here. Yeah, I just thought things things are not moving forward as as the way I want them to, and you can't rush. You can, you cannot rush no. things, but I'm 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 wanting it. We want it now, don't we? Just, just, just like yeah. And um, so I left for a couple of days, and I, I stayed at one of my friends, uh, and, and and then I, Leslie phoned me back and said, "Stephen, you 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 can't. You need to come back. Come back, love, because." out there with with you not having anything behind you yeah or a job or anything or your own place it's, it's gonna it's gonna go so I'll, I'll listen to her came back so really in all fairness i didn't really leave it was only two days so yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'll probably yeah. say that i've been here for for, for that bit. i like to to think that i've been here for that so it's, it's been like two and a half years um apart from that hiccup two and a half years that i've been here and um the, the stuff that I've accomplished, accomplished the things that I've accomplished here, I would never have dreamed of that I've, I would have been able to do it myself. Uh, no. All them, all from what I've been through, and obviously I've kept a few things out from when I was growing up and stuff because I don't. I'll, I'll probably end up crying. Do you know what I mean? And I don't. I don't really want to start getting yeah. upset. It's a bit deep that sort of stuff. So I just kept yeah. that out. But um, yeah. So me being here is is 
made me meet you guys as well. It's made me connect yeah. with you guys, and uh, and and that that was like the 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 icing on the cake for me. That that you know, so I, I don't. I've done the courses that I've done. I I wanted to be a security, so obviously wanted to work. My my main job that I wanted to do was. Um, well, yeah, door supervision or some sort of security yeah. job in in the security industry and, and get my SIA course. But yeah. the money that it is, it's about £600 to do the course. And yeah. then after you've passed it or, you, you know, you have, to, you have to just pump so much money into it. It's £190 just for the badge. So I couldn't do them things. And the, the, Amaya said to me, hey, you know, if you show us that you're a hard worker, that, you, you know, you, you, you need to, you need to, obviously prove yourself excuse me you need to prove yourself um so that we we can see that that you're capable of doing it we don't want to pay 600 pounds for a course and you just don't turn up you know because we lost lost the money um so for the first year right i i knuckled down proved myself and you know the my my confidence when i was here wasn't very great because it was the start of start of my journey here very nervous around the rest of the 17 lads that, that, that live in here as well. You know, everybody who moves in for the first time here must be, must be intimidating for him. Yeah. You know? yeah. Um, and, and then, but obviously fast tracking to, to, to now, this is, this is what I can't get my head around is I don't see the staff as, as staff. I see them as, as, as family. I, I really do like, and that's, that's my God's honest truth. I, I see them as family, the, the companions here, all remarkable people um always stick together if there's someone down there's always somebody picking someone up it's yeah. it's, it's just I, I see it nobody out there and, and i can say this now for a fact nobody out there can do what 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 us 18 lads can do in in here we can't 18 lads living together in a hostel yeah. <laughs> or, or somewhere well they could they could do it but I just think I just think not many people understand what it's like to live yeah. in a place like this. It's you know, there's no fights, there's no arguments, there's yeah. not 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 from what I've seen. It's um special so place. It is it is a special place. And, and and I'm thinking to myself, like, how have I not known about this place? How it's like for 42 of them across the country. It's like yeah. there's even one in Spain. Yeah, yeah. There's there's one in France. It's it's yeah. like um so yeah so it's it's just it's been a, it's been a big journey for me and i I'm, I'm just so glad that i took that chance um i would have probably come here eventually but so glad i just i just decided that morning to just come here and now it's it, it's brilliant so i've i've done barbering before i was you know started i've done this i've done this eight pound course um, it was online. It was just a cheap course, and then <laughs> sorry, it was can just, I told you. Yeah, there's a course that's eight quid. This is a course that's eight quid, and it's it, it's just yeah, it's, it's just questions, really. That's, it's not. That's not helping. That's not helping our industry. No, though, is it? So no. So I'm. <laughs> so this was. This was. This was just as I got here. So I'm thinking. Yeah. I'm. I'm thinking they can do loads of things for me. They can help me. Um, get get to places that I want to want to be at and and do. Um, so I started looking around and started looking online because they tell you to look 
they tell you to look for things. We, we're not going to look for them. But if you decide to do that course, we can have a look at it and support it for you. So obviously not the £8 one. I was just scrolling yeah, through yeah. the internet, just trying to look. So I've I, I done that. And then was, I've always, from a young age, I loved getting my hair cut. I've, yeah. You know, I had good relationships with my barber that yeah. um, was around the corner from where, where I lived, obviously with my family. And... I just find it remarkable, Barbara. And when I was younger, I was like, I'd love to do patterns. I'd love to yeah. do, to you know, to to make, as they say on, you know, don't mess with the Zohan. want to make people look silky smooth, you know. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what you, yeah. I'd like to do that and give give back to people. And just, just the fact of, with hairdressing, for me, it, it's, it, I'd like like to do it as a little bit of a side job. But for me, it's just it's just a hobby for me. Yeah. I just love it. I enjoy it. I enjoy doing it. And if yeah. I can, after meeting yourselves and you trusting me to do this and be team leader at this place and Jacka, yeah. she's she's fantastic. If she's listening now, she's she's an inspiration to, to me this. as well. Yeah, one hundred percent. She's just filled me with confidence since she's come to the sessions here um, and telling me, you know, I'm, I'm capable of doing it. You're good at what you do, and you know, yeah. she she. She she wasn't quick. She, she couldn't have been quick enough to throw the stuff at me. Here's your clippers. Here's the t-shirt. Yeah. We want you to work with us. Stuart thinks you're an incredible person, yeah. and it'd be nice to work with you. And that that mean a lot for me to 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 do to, from from where I've come from, stuff like that, and and, and my background. Um, I'd like I'd like to go to projects and and you know um, give back to people and, and and make them look fresh and give them a cut and make yeah. and, and get to know about their story. Maybe, yeah. maybe maybe listen to to what they're doing while what you know what what they've been up to and stuff and help other people whilst I'm cutting their hair. But that that that's that that's something that that I've really enjoyed just getting to know yous and and and, and being accepted. Being accepted yeah. has been a massive part of my life because yeah. I've never been accepted. Always been in the wrong people, but never really been accepted. Always been took the piss out of because you know been easily easily yeah. led and and gullible at that age and. Yeah. stuff like that but yeah so now as as i can sit here now and say is that i've i've, I've completed my sia course um yeah. I've, I've i've done that um you know all conflict management everything they paid for it for me yeah i've done six hours of exams that was hard to do um yeah. and, and and i passed it with flying colors so my license actually came through yesterday um, brilliant yeah brilliant. so so um so I'm buzzing with that. So that's that. That's something that I've done, especially as well when I, when I came here, I didn't have nothing really, Stuart. I didn't I didn't yeah. have anything like identification, passports, no. um, bank account. Didn't even have a bank account. Um, no. And I've got absolutely everything I need now for identification. You know, courses that I've done. I, I, can't, I just can't thank these enough for for, yeah. for putting the truth. They, they've said to me though that it's obviously like it's I've got to do it. To, to accomplish it but to be guided by these and for the trust that they've put in yeah. me um it's completely changed my life absolutely everything has changed my life um since i've been here and and what i've accomplished never thought i'd be able to do it um trust trust is really important to you isn't it it's a massive thing massive really really big yeah because obviously just just being being with friends that are not my friends, they didn't trust me. They 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 obviously didn't like me because because yeah. they're not the people. They didn't they didn't make me feel wanted. I just was with them people because I didn't have nobody to be with. You know, didn't have no yeah. mates really. Yeah, um, I'd one or two um, that that I used to see every now and again. But I always that's why I always needed to prove a point. I'd spend 
as much money as, as, as you want me to spend if I had it in my pocket in a club, if I could have a few people around me, I could have a yeah. few people just to feel wanted, you know, yeah. that's not the life to live. And and that's, that's I've learned that as, as I've been here and, and yeah. all, all, all the things that have happened in my life that have been bad, um, you know, that are negative, I, I can finally let all that go. I can, I can finally yeah. just let, let it go. And it's just a distant memory to me. It'll always be there a little bit because yeah. um, it, it was hard to get over. But it's, it's. Uh, I need to, I need to get rid of all that now. I need, I need. That's what I need to do, and I need to it's, push on. And it's free, isn't it? It's really free. It is. It is. So it's that and it's, stuff is like in your head, and it's like. A, it doesn't, it's like an it overloaded tumble dryer, isn't it? Going yeah, round, round. It is. It doesn't make you this. This is what my sister always used to say to me as well. All this in your head and everything that you've got going, all the stuff that you've been through. I know it's hard, but you need to let it go. Yeah. As much as it's hard, you need to let it go because it's not gonna. Be, it's not gonna make you. You keep holding them things. It's not gonna yeah. make you be your hundred percent potential as a person. It's not. It's not. You're just not gonna be that person that you want to be. Um. In in your head and. See, I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't sit here knowing that other people are listening now and and, and stuff like that, or and yeah. Andy can see me. I, I would never have done this a couple, uh, you know, yeah. last year. There's no chance. I just yeah. wouldn't do it. I feel a little bit more confident um, in myself, and obviously now I've got to the point where <laughs> I, I just can't believe that the staff have turned around to me and said, "Stephen, this is it now. Like you've you've come, you've come, you're coming to the end of of, of yeah. the cycle here." Um, Obviously, I've I've been bidding for properties. Um, there's a few that I've come close with, but obviously that that'll come in time. It takes however long it takes, but it's not going to be long now. Um, yeah. I've got I've got my my uh, my net, my safety net for my job, my security. Um, you know, to go into security and do that because that's that's something I want to do. Um, maybe hopefully do do that. My plan is is to is to. Um, do security work, maybe put some money away, start saving some money up. And my dream is to own my own barbershop. And I'm not just saying that just because you, just because you're barbers and stuff like that. I, yeah. That has always been my dream to 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 have to to have my own barbershop. And that could happen. I, I, yeah, 100 percent it can. Um, yeah. And can. it's going to take a long time, but yeah, my next step now is to get my own place, and it's it's not it's not far away at all. Um, and I'm, I'm probably probably going to stay in Sheffield because I've met some really incredible people here, and I still go down to to see my family um, of, every other weekend. I still I still manage to try and get down there and see him. I Facetime my dad every night, so it's not yeah. it's not that bad. Um, me and my dad have got a fantastic relationship. It's okay. it's, it's it's brilliant. Like if I didn't have the family that I did have around me, I wouldn't yeah. I wouldn't be here today telling telling this. And I. I I know it's been short, and I'm I'm talking at it like hundred mile an hour, but um, yeah, I just wouldn't be here today to to to, to tell this story, and I, I hope I hope it gets to other people, and and I don't know, like I try to, I'd, I'd probably try to give a message to other people, just try, it. no matter how hard it gets in mm. life, you know, you it still gets hard for me. I'm not I'm not perfect. Nobody's perfect yeah. in life, yeah. but. If, if if people can listen to this and it can it can help them out to maybe you know yeah. go go a different way then it, it's most definitely worth it because it makes you feel feel a hell of a lot better to see where you was to, yeah. to where you are and no matter how hard things are are in life there's always a positive there's always somebody out there that will will help you and and yeah. that's what I've been grateful for in my life because a lot of people have helped me and it's 
it's massive for me really is i can't i can't say enough about you know how wonderful emmaus is um we yeah but like jackie is the one really who's done the bulk of the work for us as a charity yeah again it's into into emmaus um and i believe she's already got into eight i think in the north and you know we're planning now i was lucky enough to have the founder uh one of the founders of Emmaus on my podcast recently terry white terry white yeah i'm putting a, i'm putting a little bit of that on at the moment let myself go <laughs> Put a bit of Terry Wait on. Talk to the wrong bloke here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, is it, yeah I've, I've met him before actually. I've yeah. met him. He's a decent guy, yeah. really, really good guy. Yeah, to have well, a chat and, with. And you've had, and the thing is, you you said about goals. I have goals, and I look at my, I write my goals down. I read them yeah. every single night. I print in my head. Yeah, I've, I've, there's a few different things that that obviously uh, I was I, I was thinking of doing is getting a board up in my room. Writing, yeah. writing this stuff down, but obviously never got round to doing it. Um, yeah, I, I, I've, I always, t- I know this might sound cheesy, but when what got me through through being here as well, the the earliest the earliest stages of it, obviously being nervous around people, not really got to know these people yet, and and still still kind of feeling a bit edgy, not confident in, in myself. And um, Leslie told me she she because she's she's she can do counselling as well. So she gave me a few sessions and she was telling me, you know, you need to believe in yourself more. And what I used to do every night before I went to sleep and every morning when I woke up, I used to look at myself in the mirror. Yeah. It sounds stupid. No, no. I used to look at myself in the mirror and say, say you know, some some days, I, I, and I do still have little bad days yeah. where, where, where my head's all over the place, but you've just got to power through that. And yeah. but, but those days where I'd get up and look in the mirror and say, listen, I am a good person. No matter yeah. what I've done in the past, and I'd look at myself in the mirror. I know it sounds stupid, but no, it's not. Um, it helped me, helped me a yeah. lot to just tell myself and look at my own self in the mirror and, yeah. and and tell myself that I am a good person. And not enough people do that, you know. It's no. Patience really work, you know. And hundred uh, percent, little things. Yeah. What that, is that, that? That's that's the word I was looking. Is it affirmations? Affirmations. Yeah. That's it. That's the word I was looking for yeah. because there's a few things that you. Because you can say them in all different ways as well. There's loads yeah. of different, yeah. different ways that you can say it, but loads of different things that have helped me, you know, yeah. get, get through everything. I can't, I can't, I literally can't thank anybody enough. And I know that this is a shot in the dark, but I never put the lottery on. But if I ever won some some big money or, or came into some sort of big money where I, I've earned it myself um, or won it or anything, got lucky, I would definitely. Give give some money back to this place, and I'd, yeah. I'd yeah, I'd, I've got I've got to give back because where I was was a very very dark place, and you're giving, can't fight. you're giving back more than money, mate. You're giving back hope. It's not about money. Yeah, that's inspiration. It. But yeah, I'd like stories really giving a lot back. Of course, of course. But obviously, with the, it's not about money. But money side, like with the, they're looking to get. All different things and, and a new building next to it and stuff like that. I just yeah. I just love to just come up with the money like that, yeah. you know, and, and just yeah. and just give it because it's not it's not it's not about that, but it's it's just I, I just it's, it's so, a fantastic place, isn't it? I mean, yeah. You still got is it the goats? You got little baby goats? There, we it? have, yeah. Well, they're yeah. not babies anymore. They're no, like no, dinosaurs. Yeah. <laughs> I've been there for a little while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah they are. They, they, they're getting big now. Um, <laughs> yeah. Rodney and Ralph. Yeah, Rodney and Ralph. Rodney and Ralph. Got their own little hut with the names on, stuff like oh, that. Right. So, yeah, yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, it's brilliant. 
this place is is just they're they're always there for you. Obviously, if you if you make wrong choices and in, yeah. whilst you're here and stuff like that, it's it's not a plain sailing place. They, no. they, they they'll come down on you and they'll give you a bit of discipline, and that and that and that's what you need. And well, there's always that, times, you know, of course, you do. Don't we? You know, you, you need it, and and as well, we're the best bread in the world. Like you said, when your sister was looking after you, you know, yeah. you could be killed with kindness. You know, and, and that's it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you know, but she does. She sounds an amazing woman. Yes. She's she's unbelievable. She is. She's she's actually. Um, she she did, she's not had a bit of a easy life either, my sister. To be fair, but I'm not, I'm not really going to get into that. But what I will say no. is, is is that she she's she's had to she had to do do the things that, that are necessary. And she, she you know, there's times where she used to live in the hacienda days, and I wish I lived in the hacienda days because they, oh, you know, them days. Well. Yeah, I remember yeah, it well. Look at my, me smiling. My, look, look. <laughs> <laughs> Mine was Wigan Pier, mine. That was the, I don't know if you've heard of that, but there was a nightclub in, in Wigan and it's called Wigan Pier. That was my days. But my sister, she was a bit of a party animal. She used to do yeah. things, but she, she, she was just pursuing, pursuing, pursuing this job um, at Wivenshire Hospital. She had to go through the job centre. She had to go on a 14-week course. She was knackered. And now she's 13 years into being a matron within uh, your hospital so that's another yeah. thing as well she always used to say to me if I can do it me yeah. and and you don't want to know I, you don't know half this yet that I used yeah. to know yeah. in my life yeah. if I can do it you can most definitely do it yeah. and everybody else can in life you know the, yeah. it's uh, but yeah I oh. mean oh god sorry one second I think it's my battery my battery's going to go that's alright mate plug it in yeah, I mean, go. the thing is, we've got our plans for you. You know, it just doesn't end there. The story doesn't end there because, you know, to see you, it's been such a privilege from my end because I've seen you having your haircut as a companion, as a guest, yeah. you know, yeah. one of our guests as a companion. Uh, Jackie has sent me pictures and then, you know, then seeing you cutting hair with your haircut for a homeless T-shirt. Crazy. Blew my mind. I was like, yeah. yes, go on, son. And- he says, but this is a thing. Like I know, and I, when I, when I put it across to Jackie, I, I never thought. Like I said, oh, I love barbering. I've got my own stuff. I've passed the courses that I needed to pass, and Amaya's has put me through them, and I've, I've I've done it. And it's a massive thing for me because I, I really want to do it and, and carry on with it. Excuse me. Um, I didn't think she was going to turn around and actually, you know, after a couple of times she 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 came here, I didn't think she was going to turn around and actually give me the opportunity and yourself as well to. Yeah. To give me the opportunity, and then for even to, for her to say, it's remarkable how far you've come, and it's it's brilliant what you've done, and it's filled me with so much confidence. And then she's added me into the group of she wanted me to to have my own project in Sheffield, um, yeah. but I know the reason behind that. It's because she don't want to keep travelling up here. I, know, I yeah. understand that. <laughs> <laughs> and the weather can get bad on that snake pass, you know. It's of course, like, of course. Yeah. I, I was I was only joking. Yeah, yeah, but that's. Um, and I believe it's, you're, it's you're, massive. Looking at, you're looking at Hull as well, aren't you? Are you looking at... It... Yeah, um, I, uh, looking at Hull, um, going there. Um, here, there's a few places, actually, that there's a few projects in Sheffield that I want to go and visit. I've, I've phoned two of them. One's called St. Wilfred's Place, and the other one's Basic something, I think. I, I, I'm not too sure. I'll have to have a look at it upstairs, but... Um, them two places are like drop-in centres. Yeah. Um, 
so I've 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 I want to phone them up and they've said you know I need I need to go through the checks which yeah. which that's fine to to, to yeah, work yeah. with vulnerable people and yeah. stuff like that. But you know to do that and even to do it here to go to drop-in centres do it there and even even if I could but obviously hair will be flying all over the place. But I think Jackie's done it before in Manchester. Yeah. She's told me that she's been on the, on on the actual streets and she's doing yeah. it. She, she, she's yeah I shouldn't actually say that to be fair she yeah. she said she said that hair was just flying all over the place she's like yeah. crystal maze yeah. crazy um, but I'd, I'd even just go on the street I'd love to travel if you had a little bit of time yeah to do that like I said it for a hobby for me it's to give back and obviously to it's something I enjoy doing um, perhaps uh, uh, Stu and Steve hit the road and we do France and Spain Bit of Max and Paddy haircuts. Yeah, that would be, like that, be the one, wouldn't it? <laughs> it would be, wouldn't it? Yeah, that'd be good. Um, we've got to be, got to be creative in our minds and be optimistic about yeah. life because it would. Yeah. But yeah, I'd love, I'd love to do something like that. There's loads of things that. This is the thing. Like when, when I was going through all the things that I've been through, all the dark times in my life, and because of the wrong choices that I've made, it's not because it's just happened. I have got to own the fact that what I've been through. It's because of me. It's because yeah. of my choices. It's not. It's nobody else's fault. So, for, for for me going through all that, like I never never would think of all the things that I wanted to do. But now, like my my mind's just because I'm confident and about about things and myself now, and mm. I'm in a good place with my mind. Um, I've got all these ideas just flying at me. I want to have my own burger van. I want to be a barber. I want to be secure. You know, yeah. there's yeah. loads of things that I want to do and. Yeah, but yeah, the main one is to to get my own barbershop and yeah. put some money away and and do that. But it's just it's it's been it, it's I never thought I thought I'd be nervous actually, but you've made me feel feel yeah. quite comfortable on this podcast, and it's it's good to you know for other people to be listening, and I appreciate other people listening to it as well. Yeah. Um, I hope they don't judge me. No, <laughs> no judgment here, mate. I tell you, and, no. and the thing yeah. is, just to sort of like end things, I I've got to say from my point of view. The the I've got my ears on my arms are standing up. Like yeah. what this means a lot to me. Um, because seeing you and listening to you, like I'm getting on now. I ain't gonna last forever, you know what I mean? And one of my goals I put down for this year is I want it to, I want haircuts for homeless to be in a place where it carries on after I'm gone. Yeah. Now, you and it will, and it will. Though. You have given me that hope because to see you coming through and where you're going, mm. that not only have I got fantastic team leaders, that when I'm not here anymore, this all this I know this is going to carry on. And you know, of course, it's, it, I don't think I don't think it, it's yeah. going to stop. It's a fantastic organisation, and yeah. what you're doing is brilliant. And for yeah. you to give me the opportunity, I, I can't yeah. thank you enough, and yeah. I'm, I'm so appreciative of it. And yeah. yeah, it's just, it's, it's been a good chat. Yeah. Well, Steve, it's been my absolute pleasure. Thank you so yeah. much for giving me your time. No worries. Uh, I'm, I'm on the way up there soon, pretty much. I'm doing a little mini tour of the north, so I'm going up to Sheffield, Manchester, Liverpool. Yeah, they told and me you might be popping I'm down right, here. It's, it's happening soon, so as soon as we are, mm. I can't wait to meet you in, the, you know, have a cup of so tea. So good. Definitely. Yeah. It's brilliant. It yeah. Has. You're a remarkable uh, person, and 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 it, you know it's it's brilliant to meet you properly and have because yeah. I felt when when we had that conversation on the phone, it was just a quite quick, just getting to know each other. But yeah, it's a, it's it's an absolute privilege, Stuart. It really is. You're very welcome, uh, Steve. Thank you very much.
no worries fantastic thank you for everyone listening as well i really appreciate it